This episode of the Legion of Dudes was recorded in front of a live internet audience. Banded together from remote galaxies are the most sinister villains of all time. The Legion of Dudes! Dude! His dudeness, duder, el duderino. Dude! Dude! Dedicated to a single objective, the conquest of the universe. It's the Legion of Dudes podcast. Episode 50. And now, here's the dudes. Hey, everybody. It's the Legion of Dudes podcast. It's episode 50. Thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us live on Stick'em tonight for our very special episode. This is John. I got the dudes with me tonight. As always, uh, I have Mr. Adam Umack. Hey, hey. Russell Latham and Ken Morgan. What's up? Hey, did you forget somebody? Yeah, I think he did. Who did I forget? forget. Me, jackass. I said Jim Deeds. (laughs) I didn't see her Jim Deeds. Well, now we have to edit the show. (laughs) Too bad it's live. (laughs) Live from New York. We don't know what the heck we're doing. But uh, we want to welcome again, everybody. uh, Thanks for coming to stick them to the live show. Episode 50 has been a long time coming. We're just about a year into things. Uh, We started off as that little Watchmen podcast on Half Hour Wasted, and things kind of ballooned from there, and uh, we had a great year, and we're here to celebrate that tonight. We have some great prizes and events going on, and um, it's all good. What do you think, guys? It's been a great ride. It's pretty fun so far. Yeah, it's been a real interesting experience, and uh, we always have to thank Brad and Frank uh, for letting us get our feet wet yeah. and uh, to play yeah. in their sandbox. And, Mind if I close the thingy? And Russ is not muting. And He's closing the thingy, though. <laughs> Welcome that thingy to the closed. worst show we've ever done. <laughs> um, but uh, we want to thank Brad and Frank, uh, like I said. And um, it kind of ballooned, and we're like psychos. And they were probably real comfortable doing their show and we had all these visions of websites and, and combining and messing up their thing. And uh, it's gone really well, and they've been really gracious, and we're very happy to have the website up and running and all the cool stuff we're doing. We meet, I've met a lot of great people that I would have never have met, and uh, it's been an awesome experience. So, so no, I'm, I'm with you. What do we want to start off with tonight? I think we should thank um, some people that have made this possible. Uh, I, I reached out early on when we started planning episode 50. We did some digging around so we could have some prizes for, for our listeners. So I want to thank Top Cow Comics, Xenoscope Comics. We have Magnolia Pictures to thank, Titan Books, DK Books, PKD Media. They've all been supporters right from the beginning. You know, we're kind of like the little guys and we reach out to these companies and ask for interviews and like review copies of stuff. And, you know, you'd be shocked how many times we just get ignored or basically just told no. And uh, all of these people have gotten back to us and, and let us in. You know, they gave us some great prizes for tonight. Other, others of these companies have been letting us have review copies and interview the people that are writing their books and, and stuff. And uh, it's really amazing every time. You know, every time somebody answers back and has something cool for us, we're, we're always kind of shocked. You know, starting off with Dave Gibbons. I mean, 
Jim, I think, can attest to the shock that we had when we actually heard back from those people. Um, so I guess we're ready to roll. Shock. Yeah, yeah, it is still <laughs> shocking. So I guess we're going to start taking phone calls ASAP. And in the meantime, as we wait for calls to come in, I think we have some questions from the forum uh, that we have ready to roll, Russ. We have a ton of questions. So we'll try and go through these kind of lightning round style, um, <clears throat> get through them as quick as we can. So we'll just uh, we'll just jump right in. I'll try and there, there were a few duplicates, so I'll try and just list off who sent the question in. Um, and we'll just take the first one. But everybody's going to get, um, of course, that, that send us a question is going to get entered in to win a prize, so we'll draw from that um, before the end of the show as well. So we'll jump in. I will go first. So the first question from MDADIO on the forums, Star Trek or Star Wars? So for me, that's that's an easy one, Star Wars. Star Wars. And down. Yeah, I'm a Star Wars. Okay. That's, all right. So the next question. In a fight between Martin Riggs, also from MDADIO, Martin Riggs, from Lethal Weapon, and Frank Castle, who would win? Let me amend this by saying it's Martin Riggs from Weapon 1, not the Pansy in the sequels. Um, I say Martin Riggs. Yeah, Martin Riggs. I'm in with Frank Castle. Um, and I think hey. we have a caller on the line. Hey, this is Frank. Hey, Frank. What's up? Hey, guys. I figured out how to answer a call and not hang up on everybody. All right. How are you guys doing? We're doing great, man. Hey man, uh, so far so good. Everything sounds great. I was just about to turn on my um, uh, my webcam, but I need to switch cameras to do that. But anyway, I just wanted to say congratulations to you guys. You guys, this is uh, this is great news. Fifty episodes. It's been a whole year, huh? Yeah, just about yeah. yeah Isn't that crazy? It is really crazy. Well, well, the um, you know the the one thing I love about your show is you really get in depth in, into books and you really talk about books and. It's, it reminds me of just kind of hanging out with, you know, in a comic shop with a whole bunch of guys just just getting into all the little nuances. Of, unshaven, of the smelly. Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and smelly too, but, uh, but you know, thank goodness it's a podcast, so I don't have to smell you in person. I, uh, I really feel like, um, it, you know, this was a good partnership with, with Half Hour Waste and Legion of Dudes. It really was. Especially so with all the kickbacks we get, you know. Jeez, Frank. <laughs> yeah, we were so, uh, like the, uh, the pool of interns that we all share. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, you know, we have we're opening up that warehouse in Indiana later on this year and you know, the company's just growing leaps and bounds. I mean, we are just going to be a huge organization. Well, that was kind of the goal. You know, you hear a lot of people uh Oh, how'd you start podcasting? Oh, we were just a bunch of friends talking about things and it kind of escalated and we just kind of do whatever. That's the opposite. We came into like for domination. Yeah. So, and we're slowly, you know, every year. We cost extra. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get there eventually. Yeah, and as long as we do it by uh, by 2012, before the uh, Aztec calendar kicks in, you know, <laughs> we want our world domination to kick in before that. Um, but, you know, I, I thought I'd ask you guys, the, uh, before we get off the phone, because I'm sure there's lots of people and there's, and there's tons of uh, prizes you guys want to give out. Um, what was the big movie for you for you guys this year thus far? And, and we'll leave Watchmen out out of the mix because uh, we know that that was a big one. But any, what was the favorite movie for you guys? And just kind of kind of rapid fire. Oof. Star Trek for me. Drag me to hell. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm hell? going with that one. I think I'm going with Drag Me to Hell too. Ooh. Wow, yeah, just a lot of fun. Yeah. It, they should just call it Evil Dead Four and gotten it over with. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Star Trek just because I was actually disappointed by a lot of the other movies I was so excited for. It just kind of let me down that that 
that is probably the best one so far. Although, you know, this week I do have the epic GI Joe to look forward to, so that might change that, or not, uh, or will yeah, it? Did you see um, a couple politicians came out and said that GI Joe wasn't American enough last week? <laughs> you know what? That was the point, though. That's the thing. I mean, they deliberately did it to make it more international. They didn't want it to be too American. It's too bad, because G.I. Joe is American. Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe. Well, hey, guys, um, I'll let other people call, but I just want to tell you, you guys are awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we're all partners and stuff like that, and um, and you guys knock it out of the party each week. You take care, and uh, I'll see you in a minute. Hey, thanks a see lot, you, Frank. See you in a couple weeks, thanks. Frank. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. Thanks, Frank. Thanks. And uh, next time I'm in uh, Brooklyn visiting my sister, I'll look for Lisa Loeb for you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we did have some people trying to get in while Frank was speaking, um, but maybe we could try to roll another question here. All right, well, let's, we can just finish up the, the last one real quick. So Martin Riggs from Lethal Weapon or Frank Castle? My, my pick is Riggs. I would have to say the Punisher, man. I mean, why not? He killed the whole Marvel Universe in that one issue. <laughs> he did make the point it's Riggs from the first movie and not the sequel. That's so, the key. So. That's the key right there. <laughs> hey, do yeah, we have somebody on the line? Who do we have on the line? Hey, how's it going? Is this, this Dan? Is Dan. Awesome. <laughs> What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Hey, Dan. Fantastic. Yeah, we're having a good old time trying to sort this all out on the fly. But uh, <laughs> it's going pretty well, man. Dan's been one of our top guys right from the beginning. And we don't come close to playing enough of his voicemails, but we appreciate getting them every week, man. Oh, it's no problem. I, I enjoy leaving them. So. so what do you say we throw Dan a trivia question and try to win him a prize? Yeah, why not? Go ahead, Jim. Give him an LOD trivia question. I'll wrangle up a prize. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I'm gonna, okay. Who is the youngest of the dudes? The youngest of the dudes. Uh, Adam Reed? That is the correct answer. So, oh, that's awesome. I just told I just my guess on that one, too. <laughs> well, he knows the rest of us are old. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And I you guys aren't that old. Most of you guys are, are pretty close to my age, so... What age is that, Dan? Well, I'm 30, so I know you guys are, are I mean, maybe on the higher end of 30, but in that, in that general area. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's yeah. pretty far off. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. So, yeah, <laughs> if, by, if by general you mean, you mean almost 40, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dan, you are the proud owner of a Top Cow prize package. You're going to get The Darkness Volume 1 uh, Levels, it's called, Trade Paperback. You're going to get Witchblade Origins Volume 1 Trade Paperback. You're going to get The Darkness Accursed Volume 1 Trade Paperback and a Cyberforce Hunter Killer First Look Free Comic Book Day Edition, all courtesy of Top Cow Comics. Wow, that is quite a prize. Yay. Awesome. You deserve it, man. You're you're a good soldier. <laughs> you're like, the, <laughs> you're like, you're like uh, the super fan like uh, Chris Farley was to the Chicago Bears. Back in the old SNL sketch, you're our super fan. Go Schwarzky uh, super fan. That's right. Is that good or bad? Super am, I fan. Every, am I supposed to be having a heart attack every episode? <laughs> Just lay off, lay off <laughs> their on your ass a little bit. <laughs> Uh, awesome. So Dan, kibosse, you'll be all right. <laughs> Dan, what I need you to do is uh, shoot an email to comments at legionofdudes.com and uh, just write in it what you won and your mailing address and stuff, and I'm going to use those to kind of coordinate and send the stuff out to you. Okay. So, so I'm not the first caller, am I? You are the second caller only to Frank Rincon. Really? 
Yeah, well, maybe I'm, I'm going to stay in a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll break kneecaps for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll, we should see you in a couple of weeks here, huh? At DallasCon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to I will be there. I will be there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, uh, well, I've never met you, and I've never met Bill, so, so it, it should be exciting. Good right. deal. All right, Dan, we're going to move on. we got some people buzzing in, but thanks again, man. Oh, no problem, man. You guys have a good night. You too. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Dan. Thanks, Dan. Dan from San Ann. Dan from San Ann, the LOG superfan. <laughs> okay, has, has anyone not answered the Martin Riggs Punisher question? Yeah, let's move so, on. No, we're done. I mean, we're done. Punisher, Punisher. <laughs> so we'll call that a draw. All right, next question. In your opinions, what is the best movie, series, or trilogy of all time? For me, that's easy. Star Wars. Mr. Umac? I think Mr. Umac stepped out for a cigarette. I'll have to say Star Wars as well. What was the question again? I'm running the board here. Uh, best um, movie series or trilogy? God, that's a tough one. I mean, I, I, it's easy to say Star Wars, the, the the original trilogy, but I'm not really. It's only because it's the one I've watched the most and, and can rewatch the most. I don't know if I can say it's the best, but that's kind of where I'll go. Well, I'm going way off the board here. The part of the question that said movie series or trilogy is what threw me a little bit. I Are you think, going old boy? Are you going old boy? No, I'm not going old boy, but I'm, and I'm not going Robocop. <laughs> I'm going Rocky because wow. they're, real favorite movies. They're, they're really favorite movies of mine, and I really feel like one and two are excellent. Three is good, not great. Four is better than it's given credit for. Five is an abomination. But six was like excellent, and it's my favorite after two. So I'm, I'm, I feel that you know you got five out of six solid movies in that series, and I don't know if I could say that about anybody else. But that's my, that's my choice, and I'm sticking to it. Very nice. All right, Russell, keep it moving because we're a little light on the phones. I missed a bunch, and they haven't called back yet. So let's just roll it. Nice. Who do you like best, Batman or Superman? For me, it's Superman. Superman. Batman. Batman for me too. All right, all right. We got some calls coming in, guys. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to grab one quick. Hey, do we have somebody on the line? This is Bizarro. All I want is a decent pair of pants. Ziggo. <laughs> I thought that was. I thought that was Brainiac uh, who wanted the pants. <laughs> Wait, who was it? Was it Brainiac? I forgot who it was. Someone wanted a decent pair of pants. How you guys doing? Good, Ziggo man. What's up, brother? Good, good, good. Um, I just want to say congratulations on the. Uh, on the uh, 50th episode, that's pretty cool. And holy crap, that's me all pixelated right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, hey, you're the one who joined the, joined yeah, the video feed. Sweet. Let me put on my hat so you guys can see my little black lantern button on my hat. Sweet. All right. Um, actually, the reason why I called is um, I have a cool theory on um, Blackest Night. If you guys don't mind hearing it, go for it. Uh, all right. I got a feeling I know who they're trying to resurrect when they charge that uh, power battery. All right. You know the. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a feeling that it's going to be dark side, and my oh, theory for this. I would. I have a. I have a legit theory. My 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 theory for this is um, and I spoke to Daryl about it actually. I was talking to Daryl from the Fixers Head. I was talking about it on the phone the other day. All right. In Countdown to Final Crisis, Dark Side died under the hands of Orion. Right. I'll take you yeah. word for it. Which is so far. Okay. <laughs> he died. Yeah, okay. Man. And then in Final Crisis, he didn't really come back. He just took over the body of Dan Turpin. So it's not really a full resurrection. He was just using someone's body. You still don't know where he was. Now, after that, in, in Blackest Night, when Dark Hand was licking, Black Hand was licking the skull of um, 
when Black Hand was licking the skull of uh, Bruce Wayne, he said, you're connected to all of them. So the only way that Batman is connected to all of them, from what I can understand, is Darkseid, because Darkseid shot him with the Omega Beam, and that's why, you know, it's, it's, it's a theory, but that's, that's what I think. Well, the other thing is Batman's connected to them all because if you remember um, through the um, creation of Brother Eye and OMAC, he has files on all of them, kind of like how, um, you know, Professor X has files on everybody in the Danger Room or uh, in Cerebro right. and stuff too. Z- I don't want to crash the party here, but uh, somebody asked Jeff Johns on the Jeff Johns Spotlight panel at San Diego if the monitors, because you know how I had said about the Indigo Lantern looking like the monitors, or if right. the New Gods were going to be part of... Blackest Night, and he said no. Oh, okay. But that's a good one. I would, I would, I wouldn't put it past it though. I mean, there's plenty of like giant, huge villains in DC that are dead. You know, whether it's from Trinity or anything else that you know he could bring in too. So, like, I wouldn't discount like a huge big bad either. I mean, everybody's kind of saying Necron. You know what I mean? Is is the is the old voice and stuff? But I mean, I still think that there's going to be a lot more like, oh my gosh, because nothing's going to fall flat like a seven, uh, a Silver Age villain who's no, who a lot of current readers haven't heard about. But I think that if you give like big bads rings and stuff like that, like you were talking about with Darkseid, I think it's going to, I think the, the, the impact's going to have a little more legs. One thing I will just kind of add in there is um, in the panel at San Diego, Jeff Johns was um, evasive at best, but uh, he did comment that the rings are counting down to something. You'll have to keep reading to do it or charging up to something, and it's pretty big. Uh, he did confirm that the anti-monitor is just the, the the power source of the battery. He's not the big bad, but he really didn't go into any detail other than that. So there you go. Another, another thing, Ken, is one of the solicits said that um, they're going to have to start evacuating Earth. So makes bet, sense. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, that might have something to do with it, too. I'm not really sure, though. Hey, Ziggo. Yeah. I got a question for you. It's very important that you All answer right. it correctly. All right, I hope so. All right, go. Name two people that the Legion of Dudes have interviewed. All right. I, if I don't know the name, all right, I know one of them is the guy, <laughs> uh, Dave Gibbons, right? Correct. That is no. one. Okay. That's one. Okay. I don't know the name, but it was, it was the person who wrote The Art of Terminator Salvation. I'm going to give it to you. Because I love that's Tara Bennett, by the way. Titan Books hooked us up with that. Thanks again. I was gonna go. I was. I was gonna go cheat and grab the book in my living room real quick. But yeah. <laughs> one more. One more question, Ziggo. You ready? Okay. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to come with me, or do you want to live? <laughs> <laughs> Ziggo, do you? Um, do you? Um, are you a Blu-ray watcher yet? Yeah. Yeah, I have a PS3. All right, awesome. Ziggo is the proud owner of, uh, we're going to give him five Magnolia Films DVDs. He gets Splinter, Shuttle, The Mutant Chronicles, which is out this week, by the way. Oh, uh, nice. Punch and Eden Log on Blu-ray. All sci-fi, horror, Magnolia Films. They're all pretty good. I reviewed them. I watched them. And you're in, man. So thanks for all your support. Dude, that's, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Wow. You got yeah, it, man. No Just problem. Shoot an email to yeah. comments at legionofdudes.com oh, awesome. with your mailing address and remind me what you won, and uh, I'll get that out to you, man. Awesome. I just have one quick question. Is it too late to still make a video because I still want to do one for you guys? You can make a video anytime. Again, congratulations on the show, and um, keep up the awesome work, guys. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks for all your support, man. Yep, always. Bye. Yep. Thanks a lot. Everybody go listen to Comic Tube. Check it out on iTunes. You can hear Ziggo's cast. He made a great uh, World's Finest trailer. 
Uh, he took uh, scenes from the Batman and the Superman movies and spliced them together. Maybe we can put a link up on our website to, to Ziggo's thing, but, I mean, the man does amazing work. What can I tell you? Sweet. Who do we have on the line now? Brad from ComicTube. Hey, we got a hey. double dose of ComicTube. What's up, Brad? <laughs> Not too much. Just wanted to wish uh, happy 50th. You know, I haven't listened much of y'all shows yet, but, you know, got to support, man. Well, that's probably for the best, so. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get good till like, 47 or so. <laughs> we're still not good wait a minute wait worry. a minute we got good when did we get good <laughs> no one told me about that so what do we have for brad jim shoot him a question he's in do we have any something recent since he just jumped aboard how about this one what's the little town in texas that our <laughs> good friend ross comes from um dallas <laughs> that's not a little town brad it's a all right you get another shot if, okay. you were in, if you were in Pittsburgh and you were hungry, where should you go? For Manny Brothers. Any, oh, Adam. Adam. <laughs> the Gypsy Cafe. You're right, Brad. The Gypsy Cafe. Good job. Owned by Jim Dietz, our very own Jim Dietz. Brad, you are the proud owner of my last three Magnolia DVDs, Tom Crimes, American Swing, and Special. Awesome. Yeah, all good stuff. Michael Rappaport's in special. It's kind of like a take on a superhero film. Time Crimes is good old-fashioned uh, time travel body double stuff. And American Swing, I might – it could be like um, softcore porn. I'm not sure I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> but but uh, you'll enjoy them, I'm sure. Just send an email over to comments at Legion of Dudes with your address, and I'll get them out to you. Awesome. Thanks, man. Happy Got to it, see you. Bro. All right. I had to get Brad something. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, man, roll a question before we get a call. All right. What was your favorite show that wasn't canceled soon enough? For me, it was probably ER. I was a big ER fan, and I think, I think it just lingered a little too long. I'm cutting the line right now and saying X-Files before the next three guys say it. I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm going right. to say uh, Stargate SG-1. Ten seasons long, probably could have got away with you know seven, maybe eight. Uh, yeah, that one is – I love the show, but – yeah, that had to, that had to end a little sooner. Ouch. I have no answer for this one. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to take a point and say Law & Order. That's, what, 16 seasons long? <laughs> that yeah. easily, that and, easily could have stopped at, like, 2000, 2001. And all its children. I mean, they've had such a crazy revolving cast on the main show for the last three, three or four seasons that I don't even bother following it anymore. I just watch the repeats that are on, you know, TNT or whatever. Very cool. Best Christmas present ever. For me, it was the Atari 2600 when I was a wee lad. Yes, that's mine too. That's awesome. It was, it was the best ever. Did you get um, Adventure, the like Dungeons and Dragons game with like the one dragon no. that chases you over like all the boards? That's, that's like the only game I had. I played Adventure like forever. No, because you know, it came with Combat, which was like 150,000 games on one cartridge. Um, so we, we played that thing to death. But yeah, that was one of those, you know, our folks didn't have a whole lot of money, you know, especially when we were little like that. So we never thought we would get one. And to open that up on Christmas Day was just awesome. Adventure was cool because all the dragons looked like ducks. Yes. And, your guy was just, and your guy was just like a little blip. He was a pip. My, my favorite had to be, uh, you know, my official Red Rider Carbide Action 200-shot Ranger model, model air <laughs> rifle. <laughs> Going to shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. 
Hmm, I'd have to go with Game Boy, Christmas 1990, The World Was Never the Same, Super Mario Land, and Bo Jackson Football. Nice. <laughs> same Christmas. That was awesome. Football, baseball. 1977, Kenner Millennium Falcon playset. Oh, nice. Nuff, nuff, oh, that was, never had one. So wanted to get that one from last second. year. Yeah, I, had, uh, I got that as well. That, that's a tough second. All right, I got somebody coming in here, fellas. Who do we got on the phone? Right. You've got the Crippled Avenger. Nice. Hey, what's up? How are you, buddy? What's going on, guys? Not much, man. I have to apologize to Luke. I owe him, and I'm heading to the post office tomorrow. I know I say that every week. Uh, Johnny well, has like it's a like a four-hour drive for you, right? It's like four well, hours. you know, overnight trip. Yeah, pretty pretty close. Um, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, but I owe Mister Mister King here a copy of uh, Blackest Night Number Zero because I had like for whatever reason four copies of it the free comic book day. So I will get that in the mail to you tomorrow, sir. No rush, sir. Take your time. So Luke's been on board. I think uh, I, I'd have to say from the beginning, right, buddy? Yeah, I, I think I came in uh, beginning of the Watchmen. So yeah. Awesome, and you're still here, which is well, even you know, better. Voluntarily. What else do I have to do? <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna see what we can do about getting you a prize. All right, let's go. What's the only X Men story arc that was covered by the Legion of Dudes? Oh, okay. Let's think here. I see a prize in your future. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't let it hang. Oh. <laughs> Could it be days of future past? That is correct. <laughs> wow. And you are the proud owner of our first Xenoscope prize pack. You're going to get a Xenoscope trade paperback of Final Destination. You're going to get a trade paperback of The Piper, Volume 1, and Return to Wonderland. Some really cool-looking stuff from Xenoscope, I must say. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Courtesy of them, we thank them again for coming through with some swag for the boys. Well, thank you guys, and congrats on the 50th show. No problem. And since uh, we've started, you've started up your own, Luke. I know uh, we've talked about it, and Brad and Frank and Bill talked about it. If we want to listen to Handicast, what do we got to do? You just got to go to the website. It's Handicast. It's H-A-N-D-I-C-A-S-T dot Libsyn. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. And, and you can uh, get it on uh, iTunes, too. And you guys are on Facebook, too, so like yeah, us. Yeah, we, we, we've uh, got a group on there, too, so you can... Check us out that way if you need to. You, and you guys on board. have a huge group on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, we have a small legion of fans, but they're there. <laughs> I got thrown off Facebook for, uh, <laughs> for a couple of different infractions, and then I think I was hacked for a while, and it wasn't even me, and I didn't know it. And Is, and, uh, is uh, one of those infractions being a Yankee fan? No, no. That, that's, uh, that's been a plus this year. Uh, I, I, I think I might have to disagree, but whatever. <laughs> All right, man, I'm not giving you the prize anymore. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Take Congrats, care. guys. All right, Russ. Roll with it. All right, next question. BCBS or, or Heroes Corner online, etc., or comic store? For me, it's both, with a heavy emphasis on the online ordering, but I do try and go to the comic store pretty regularly. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, DCBS here, too. We'll probably have an announcement here soon in a couple weeks, actually, as we get towards September. Um, but I do all my ordering with DCBS uh, online, but um, I cannot wait a month or two weeks or whatever for the big events. So like Flash Rebirth and Blackest Night, I'm, I'm running to the LCS for. I will step in for Jim. 
I am an online orderer. Um, I'm, I, again, I'm a sucker. Like, I go ahead and order the events and stuff, like you guys were saying. <laughs> I keep running to the store and buying these things anyway. So I don't – I guess it's pretty dumb, but I can't wait for the big stuff. I got to stop ordering it, but I am an online guy. I couldn't, I couldn't take the LTS pressure, man. You know, like when you tell them to pull books for you and then you don't want them anymore and then they start sticking books in that are tie-ins that you don't really want? I couldn't deal with it. I bounce around too much. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, I kind of go half and half. It depends. I usually wait for the trade on most things, but every once in a while I will go to the LCS if it's something special. Nice. Who do we have on the phone? This is Adam Reed. What's, What's up, guys? Up, Reed. How are you, yeah, man? Fun? Yeah, we're having a pretty good time. It's a little more hectic <laughs> than I was expecting, to be honest with you. Oh, my gosh. What are all these models doing? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Uh, not too much. Just uh, hanging out, so taking a break from some work. Awesome. But... It's good to hear from you, man. <laughs> yes, Reed. Yeah, I've been pretty busy. Yeah, Reed's an, ori- an original and lifetime honorary member of the dudes. We get him on whenever we can. Sometimes it's not as easy as it sounds, but... He's a very busy man what working with the CIA and everything, but I've already said too much. <laughs> what's up with the with the technical difficulties, Ken? Hey, you know what are you gonna do? Is this this stuff happens, you know, it's 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 live. Yeah. Well, when, you know, when, you're, when you're not there to step in, that's you know what happens. Yeah, that's what happens, you know. Right, right. I'm gonna figure I'd uh, make my presence known. I don't have anything exciting to say. Shocking. Listen, I'm yeah. gonna throw <laughs> I'm gonna throw Reed a question about the Legion of Dudes and see if he knows it. <laughs> okay. Oh man. <laughs> All right. The question is what episode was Frank A. Rincon of Half Hour Wasted a special guest host for? Would that be the Umbrella Academy? <laughs> you are bad. Don't believe I was on that episode. No, I don't think you were on that one either, and I was betting against you, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, but, well, I'll uh, I'll go and uh, have a good time tonight. Awesome, man. Thanks for calling Thanks, in. Man. Yep. See you. Thanks, buddy. To peel the curtain back for everybody, we have like this ongoing email thread amongst ourselves that's kind of become like a mini message board for the Half Hour Wasted and uh, Legion of Dudes guys, and we have a lot of fun with Adam, and he's like a totally good sport. Which is uh, which is nice because he definitely could have pressed charges on me at least a couple times. I had to talk him down off the ledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pretty. Sure. <laughs> Where were we? Were we were we in the middle of one? No, I think we're good. Um, next next one's an easy one. Crunchy or smooth? Uh, my answer is extra crunchy. Like hmm. a baby's bottom, smooth. Yeah, I go extra smooth. I'm going smooth. Uh, I have to roll. I have to roll with the Skippy Super Crunch on that one. Yeah, buddy. All right, next. So that was all the M Daddy O questions. There, there are quite a few. So um, next, we'll get some from Mr. Lucas King, Critical Avenger. Steve wants us to reform the Avengers. Each dude will get one member to recruit and explain why they deserve a spot. So I'm going to go first, and I'm going to pick Daredevil, which is kind of an odd choice. I, to my knowledge, he's never been a member of the Avengers, which was kind of why I picked him. And I just think it would be interesting to get his... He's, he's usually kind of left on his own, off to the side, and I just think he'd, he'd kind of bring an interesting dynamic to be brought into the fold um, of a team book like that um, and see how that works. So that, that's my choice. Adam? Um, I would put uh, Ultimate Punisher on the Ultimates. Um, I think you need someone extremely militant, and I think Frank Castle shouldn't. Well, wait, they just killed the Ultimate Universe and Ultimatum number five. Forget that. Wait, is there an Ultimate Punisher? Is there? 
I don't think there is. No. No. Well, he would be awesome. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he'd be on the Black Ops team with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch on the real Ultimates, which would be Volumes 1 and 2, not the fake Ultimates 3 or Ultimatum. Which what, is this ultimate, what is this Ultimate 3 you speak of? Just, it's just a bunch of uh, video game art that looks like um, <laughs> that's in small boxes. It looks, it's not good. Uh, not good at all. I've, I've erased that part of my memory is gone. Jim? Yeah, I uh, think I'd pick the Beast. Just because I loved him when he was in the Avengers in the 80s. Not only do you get the, uh, the great melee and stealth abilities, but you also get one of the biggest uh, brains in the Marvel Universe. And uh, he'd probably talk Wonder Man into coming along with him because they were such good buddies. So there you go. Nice. Um... I'd keep Spider-Man on there. I had a lot of fun reading the, the early issues of New Avengers. Him, Truss, Peter trying to get his legs, trying to figure out how to work on a team um, and how to be accepted by the team for some people who didn't really know him. So I, I enjoyed that, and I want to see him continue to be on the Avengers and hopefully be on there once uh, once whatever's going on right now gets resolved and uh, the Avengers are the Avengers again. Yeah, I'm I'm going Iron Fist. Let's get him fully mainstreamed. Let's, that, that book's been hidden way too long, and it's been too good. I like to see Iron Fist uh, get back on the mainstream, get one on, get on one of those Bendis books for good, not just for a limited time like we saw in, I guess, New Avengers. Nice. So on the flip side, what uh, what villain would you add? Um, and so I pick, kind of going with my, my pick for Daredevil, I pick the Kingpin. I just think it would be kind of interesting to have that kind of a villain as a or as a as a antagonist for the Avengers, somebody a little more calculated on the business side, kind of taking it from a a different angle, you know, instead of the all-out, just, you know, somebody that's going to come in and be a brawler with them, but just kind of mess with, you know, mess with maybe Tony Stark and, you know, his company and, and uh, Pim and kind of go at it from that angle. So I just, I, I, something, something we haven't seen before. Mr. Umac, any favorite like villain? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out which Marvel villain's not on Thunderbolts right now so I can <laughs> make a really good one. But actually I was thinking King, Kingpin too, Russ. I, that was my, my first gut instinct was to go with Kingpin actually. So I'll just go with that one. Jim? Uh, I'd have to go. I would like to bring back a character that was really uh, kind of, uh, it was in the Kurt Busiek uh, Thunderbolts last, I think, uh, Graviton. Uh, just because he could go, he could stand toe-to-toe with the powerhouses like Thor and Wonder Man, but he's also kind of uh, maniacally egotistical in, in kind of a weird uh, pinky-in-the-brain type way. Board up. I was uh, just trying to think about someone because I'm not as familiar with the Marvel uh, villains uh, unless they've recently been in a comic. Um, I'm just going to go with, uh, I kind of like what they've been doing with uh, not so much Dark Ray in general, but with the, uh, with the Cabal, you know, team, teaming up, um, you know, Doctor Doom and Loki and, and, uh, and a few others in there trying to uh, have like a dark Illuminati, if you will. So uh, I've been intrigued by Loki enough with, uh, with Thor that I want to put um, him, her, it, whatever in there. I'm going to stick with the Dark Reign, too. I love Bullseye as Hawkeye, and I think that would be a great villain for the Avengers to tangle with. Just the fact that he's kind of masquerading as Hawkeye and how that would anger, you know, Avengers um, and the angles they could play with that, I'd definitely like to see that. Plus, if you're going to have Daredevil on, you got to have Bullseye. True that. All right, next question. If you could give someone in the DCU a ring, who, what color, and why? So, I picked Connor Kent. And I would give him a blue ring. And the reason I did that was I think the, the obvious choice has always been Superman gets the blue ring, you know, hope and all that kind of stuff. But 
I think Superman has always taken the stance of not wanting that power um, in his hands. So to kind of keep it in the family, so to speak, I thought Connor would be a good choice to kind of instill the, the values and the principles of Superman, um, but maybe a little more accepting and able to handle, handle that blue ring. Mm, I was going to say, that's a pretty good one. I was going to say Solomon Grundy, give him the black ring, but I think that's actually going to happen next issue <laughs> with the Grundy mini that's coming out. But my backup is I would give Parasite uh, the orange ring. I think that would be a very cool nice. combination of, uh, oh, nice. of ability and ring ability. Cool. You stole my thunder. I was going to go with Superman with the blue ring because he you know, instills hope in everyone. But uh, how about... Let's say uh, Lex Luthor uh, for a uh, yellow ring to inspire fear. Or Will, actually. I guess he could get a green ring, too. He'd want them both. Ken? Um, I'm going to say this person, she, the woman, her whole motivation through Identity Crisis was um, a broken heart, lost love, trying to get back what she had. So I would give Jean Loring uh, a violet ring, make her star sapphire. So she gets the Eclipso gem. She gets a black ring for being dead. Well, I'm thinking in general. <laughs> we're not talking right now. We're talking. You know, we're talking. You know, just the yeah. theory in general. So that's that's pretty good. I like that one too. Hey, um, any of you guys know the exact reason why Superman was not in Blackest Night number one? No. Don't you think no. that was kind of weird that they didn't have him on there in number one? Uh, I didn't really think too much of it. Honestly, I mean, the whole timing. I, I mean, Blackest Night happens after that's like the end of the dc year if you will uh you know jeff was saying that that uh you know flash rebirth um you know everything else that's going on right now in in dc blackest night happens after but he really didn't get into new krypton or what's going on with that so no i really don't know where uh Clark no, that's, is that's why i can because he was because he was on he's on new krypton, he's still right on new krypton? For, the, for the year yep okay that's the that's the reason that they gave it the panels okay pretty cool i thought continuity so I would I would give a red ring to Bruce Wayne because he must be pissed about Battle for the Cowl and how that all went <laughs> down. Nice. All right. So the next question is from Hellfire, and I don't know that we have an, uh, an answer for this, but I do have a funny anecdote. Um, his first question is, why do I need ID to get ID? If I had ID, I wouldn't need ID. The answer to that question for me is I have no clue. Dear God, I've got I do have a funny story. Yeah, I, I do have a funny story. When I took my son to get his driver's license, they denied his driver's license literally because whoever it was that filled out his Social Security card fat-fingered his middle name, and instead of D-A-V-I-D, they put D-A-B-I-D, and they refused him his uh, driver's license until he straightened out his Social Security card. <sighs> the person behind him in line at the DMV did not have a Social Security card, and so that gentleman was asked to just fill out a form and stand in the next line, and they would process his, uh, his driver's license. So oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I am just as clueless as you, my friend. DMV. The Texas DMV. Come on, call, folks. Number's on the screen. I got one. Yeah. Oh, okay. DMV. Hey, who's on the line? Hey, it's Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Hey, what's, what's happening? Oh, here it is. What's up, Daryl? Hey, how you doing? How's the hideout going, man? Good. We just did a um, we just did an episode just today. We just got finished. I was rushing to get home so I can catch up with you guys. And uh, of course, y'all made uh, podcast of the week with the uh, Captain America. Nice, nice. Wow, thanks a lot. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, you, you. best in podcast votes, man. That's that's cool. 
Yeah, because we love the, the the comprehensive way y'all could go through. I mean, all of the characters, like when you did um, Green Lantern and and Kingdom Come. You know, so even for people that are the non-readers of those stories, I can give y'all, I can give them, you know, some of the episodes that y'all do, and they don't even have to worry about being lost when they get in the book. Nice. That's awesome. That is awesome, though. So how's it going with the show? It's going well. It's going well. I, uh, I, I always love your, uh, we're, we're on the family-friendly side, but I do appreciate your uh, voicemails on 11 o'clock. I always, uh, I was, uh, <laughs> I was for him. We like to call it flowery language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that, awesome. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. So, uh, Daryl, let me ask you, have you been a listener from the beginning, the middle, recently? Where would you put yourself so we can give you a uh, I think I found you all from, because Umar let me on this show. I didn't even know about you guys until he was, you know, so I started doing the hideout. And then he put me on to the show from, you know, putting y'all on podcast of the week, you know, so um, I guess I'm in the middle, you know, and I've been trying to listen to the back episodes to catch up. All right, Jim, why don't you shoot him something from a mid-level prize? What part of New York is Johnny M from? Oh, oh, let me see if I can remember. Uh, Oh. Sure is a lot of water. Long and hard about it. <laughs> Long Island? <laughs> nice. That is correct. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Okay, we are going to get Daryl a little bit of a mixed prize pack. We have from Xenoscope Comics a hardcover graphic novel uh, based on the movie Seven. It seems to be set in the same world as the horror film with Brad Pitt. And, uh, oh, nice. Yes, and that's not all. You're going to get The Darkness Accursed, Volume 1. You're going to also get from PKD Media, Mercury and the Murd, The Cosplay of Doom, Volume 1. Sweet. You're supposed to have him on uh, one of our shows in a couple of weeks, and I hope he hurry up and gets a, a podcast. Done. That's a black Stan Lee right there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> and uh, I'll just keep listening to the show, and so thanks. And uh, congratulations on episode 50. Awesome, thanks, man. man. Thank you. Hey, Daryl. Thanks a lot, man. Hey, Daryl, if we want to check right. out The Fixers Hideout, where do we go? Uh, just go to, just put up TheFixers.com and, and the website, it'll come up, or you go to iTunes, put in TheFixers.com, and you'll... Uh, can catch the show on iTunes. Right on, and you guys are on Facebook too, so check it out. Yeah, we, yeah, we're on Facebook. Just put it up, and you'll 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 see the fixes in in uh, Facebook, and you'll you'll get them. Sweet, thanks, man. Awesome. All right, take care. Thank you, too. Nice, nice. Can I take a second here? I just want to thank all the other podcasts who uh who you know shout us out all the time, like uh, the Fixers Hide Out, Handicast. Uh, Raging Bullets have been really cool about uh, you know supporting us, and uh, we're we're happy to share the love and spread the love, and we're just uh, you know happy to be part of it. Yeah, and check out Geeker Dome too. That's a cool little network that we hooked up with Ken from Flick Podcast, who we've spoken about before. Turned me on to that. It's a cool little hub for like a bunch of different geek podcasts, blogs, and even a couple of video casts, which are really cool. So uh, this is Geeker Dome sometime. Okay, keep it going. All right. If you could pick one, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song? Um, I, since I, I quoted the last question, I'm going to pass on this one. 
<laughs> is that really why you're passing, Russ? <laughs> That's my official statement. And Will you I'm get kicked to... out of Texas if you admit to liking Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, no, no. No, they still have Brad, so. That's so. <laughs> a final injunction. Um, I, I downloaded uh, Black or White, um, let me think, a couple weeks ago. I'll go with that one. Jim? I'm not an MJ, I'm not an MJ fan. I'm I'm a Prince fan. So there you go. Ken, hey, I'm uh, I'm gonna actually go with uh, Jackson Five and do uh, ABC. There you go. And I'm gonna go with. Oh wait, we have a caller. Oh crap, <laughs> missed it. Uh, <laughs> just try to be a smart guy and you lose it. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going with Beat It just because it reminds <laughs> it reminds me of Eat It That's by Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Here we go. Who do we have on the phone? Uh, this is Sean. Hey! Mr. Fryer. Hey, guys. Your ears must have been burning. Yeah, we were just talking about you. Oh, really? Now, hopefully it was good things. Always. All good things. All good things. All Hello. Fantastic. What have we here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's just excellent. No, I just wanted to uh, call you guys real quick and uh, congratulate you on uh, 50 episodes. But, you know, that's quite a feat. That is quite a feat. Uh, you know, y'all have come a long way since the days of uh, Who Reads the Watchmen. Thank God. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very serious accomplishment, and um, you guys are doing wonderful things. And, you know, even made me read books that I, or take a chance on books I never thought I would ever, like, you know, pop open and read again. And, uh, yeah, Days of Future Past wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I really, I really liked it. Nice. So, what's going on at PKD, Sean? What's uh, what's on the horizon? Um, I'm on my <laughs> hustle, man. I'm on my hustle. I'm on my grind. Uh, we got uh, we got a book coming out. We're going to debut. We're going to have um, like a, a limited reserve of copies of it at the, Pitt, the Pittsburgh Comic Con, and we're going to try to solicit it hopefully in October or November. It's a, a fantasy. Uh, fantasy book called uh, Green Book, Hearts and Spades, and it is a bizarre book. It's probably one of the strangest things I've ever written. Um, it's uh, away from all the buddy cop, sci-fi, adventure action stories uh, that I've written in the past, and it's just charting in areas that I've never really, I've never really, you know, tried before. Um, I, I dig it. I don't know how some people are going to take it. Um, basically, long story short, it's a story about a, a lady by the name of Stacey Chapman who goes home um, to meet up with an old friend, and what happens is that she gets caught in the web of lies, deceit, fantasy, and uh, all, all other types of uh, creepy and cool things. It's drawn by uh, Flint Lockjaw, and that man knows how to draw women, so everybody should be pleased. Well, nice. <laughs> but we got that jumping off. I'm still writing scripts for uh, PKD Media Presents Volume 2. Uh, we're going to try to get that out possibly by the end of the year. Realistically, it'll probably be sometime in 2010. I'm hoping that it's not, but at the same time, I need to be a little bit more realistic with this stuff because I've, I've self-published one, two, like four to five books in the span of a year, and uh, there's a piece of me that's saying, you know, slow down. <laughs> yes. But uh, in, in, but no, we got, that, we got those two things jumping off and a project with myself and... Uh, Mr. Umac uh, that we're putting together that we're going to try to hustle and get out late next year. And oh boy. There, 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 there are a lot of other things in between as well. A lot, a lot of dreams, a, a lot of hustling, and uh, I, I, got a, I got a lot of life to balance out, if you know what I mean. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know what you mean. 
know, but so how have you guys been celebrating this episode so far? We've been dealing with technology and uh, maybe biting off a little more than we can chew, you know, <laughs> like things like that. But uh, but it's going nice. It's a, it's a nice night for everyone, I think. Oh, uh, well, it should be. I'm I'm serious. It, it really should be. And you know, and and you know, and I say this every single time I talk to you guys, but I'm thankful for what you do, as you know, as are all your listeners, man. Um, and I'm still hurting that I couldn't I couldn't be on that uh, cartoon episode. Oh. I uh, would have talked for hours on that one. <laughs> we'll, do another, we'll do another one just for you, buddy. Oh, yeah. well, 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 thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. I, pre- I appreciate it. But um, no, there's always a lot going on. There's always a lot to do. And um, if, I could, if I could plug this for a second, I don't know if you guys talked about it or not. You know, I'm trying to help out uh, Brad and uh, Brad and Ashley with uh, Ashley's uh, Brad from Half Hour Wasted um, with uh, his daughter trying to get to uh, New York City with her drill team. Uh, for the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Anybody who purchases um, Mercury in the Murder Collected Edition, XO on the Rock Solid Steel Bites Issue Zero, or PKD Media Presents Volume 1 at NBPlanet.com, I-N-D-Y, Planet, all one word, uh, dot com, um, I will donate 55% of my profits. Um, they will go towards uh, the Milo family so they can get to New York State. Oh, that's awesome, that's man. Awesome. That's that great really news. Is. And, Very cool. Um, so thank you. And that's going to go on. That's from today, all the way through September the second. And I'm um, trying to raise as much money as, as possible so they can get what they need to, you know, to get the money so they can go to uh, New York. So I figure, you know, it's, you know, so many people. How can I say this? Let me, let me put this in, in a real brief, brief quote. You know. We all we are, we're all busy. We're all caught up in the hustle and bustle. And I think sometimes people forget to help other people. You know, and, absolutely. And you know, when doing like these comics, and and my life is a hectic mess. You know, I got the nine to five comics after work. I need to, you know, I want to make sure I make time for my wife, and you know, and make time for like you know my family, my friends, and all that stuff. You get caught up in all this hype and hustle, and sometimes you forget what it's all about. And this whole thing I'm trying to do, it has nothing, it ain't about me, it's not about PKD Media, it's about trying to help somebody and trying to help, trying to help a kid, you know, reach that dream and reach that goal. And, you know, by doing that, they can see even further. So that's why, you know, I'm trying to put my money where my mouth is because I can talk a lot. So, um... (laughs) I, you know, so no, in all seriousness, I just want to help. And I figure this is a good way to help. And so, yeah, you buy, you buy any of those three PKD media books, no matter if you buy one, two, or three. Um, I will donate 55% of my profits from the Milo family so they can raise enough money to get there. Nice. So, uh, but, but thank you guys. I, you know, I didn't mean to talk up the conversation and everything. I do have a question for Johnny M. Uh-oh. Um, I, because you are the blue, the Blu-ray aficionado, are there certain Blu-rays um, that are available only, like say, for instance, in Canada, that are not available in the states, like certain cartoon series? Um, y- the answer is yes. There are definitely things available in Canada and the UK uh, that are Region A, which will play in your PlayStation or your or your regular Blu-ray player that aren't available in the United States. Uh, I don't know any cartoon specific cartoon series uh, where that's the case, 
But I recommend going to um, Amazon Canada, which I think is Amazon.ca instead of Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also Amazon.uk, and that'll get you on their system, and you can check that stuff out. Like, I have the Blade, the original Blade movie Blu-ray. Um, I think that's a Canadian release. Um, I had Sin City, like, months ago, way before it came out here. Um, there's there's a couple like that, that that you will be able to find. It takes a little hunting, but start with Amazon before you head to, like, the you know, uh, bootleg eBay stores and stuff like that. Start start with Amazon, definitely. No problem. If the government's listening to this episode, we just plan. Um, you know, please do not. Break collar. Break But listen, I don't want to hold up any. You know, hold up any more. You got your guys' time. I'm sure more people gonna call in. You know, please eat some cake. Um, please drink some some beverages, and uh, please continue to enjoy and revel in the accomplishments that you have made so far. And do not stop. Thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. You're very welcome, gentlemen. Y'all take care. Have a great evening. You too. Thanks for the kind words, Sean. Thank you. You're welcome anytime. Yes, Sean is the man. Absolutely. Roll on. All right. So, next question from Max Headroom. First comic book character crush. That his was mine. His was Daphne from Scooby Doo comic books. This one's always seems like a weird, weird question to me, but. I guess if I could take the first person, if I, I when I read a comic, if I could take him and make him a real person, I guess I would say would be uh, in my early issues of Uncanny would be Dazzler. Hmm. And the real doll goes to <laughs> Wonder Woman. I'm almost afraid to ask for Jim's answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Why is that? <laughs> it's it's a live event <laughs> and it's family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> we are not on tape delay. <laughs> Uh, Jack Kirby, well, Big, Bar- Big Barda. There you go. Nice. Big, Big Barda. <laughs> I got to go with Mary Jane Watson. Ah, good one. I'm thinking mid-80s as a 10, 11-year-old Kitty Pride. Well, she would have only ever. been a little couple years older than you then. Right, right. It was, yeah. it was legal then. Yeah. <laughs> Next. The creepy factor goes to... Um, <laughs> Does your wife, partner, significant other also enjoy comic books? Uh, the answer for me is a big N-O. No, no, no. Wife, yes. Significant partner, no. And uh, <laughs> what was the other one? Wife, partner, significant other. Oh, yeah. One yes and two no's. <laughs> you, you got the good, you got the uh, good fellas set up on huh? the wife, the mistress, and the girlfriend. No, no. I'm going to correct that right now because my mother-in-law is a listener of the show. I was just kidding. And no... My wife is not, and she humors me once in a while and acts like she's interested, and um, so I appreciate that. I'm going to take uh, Eric, Eric White's answer here. My wife tolerates my comics. Um, that's that's kind of me. Like, although she said she would read Fables, she promised me she would. She still hasn't. I know she'd like it if she did, but she has not picked it up yet. My wife reads some. She read Watchmen just because all the hubbub and... Uh... She'll read a few here and there if I leave them around, but she's not what I'd go, you know, say as a comics fan. I do have a lot of uh, um, good-looking uh, girl geeks on my payroll, though. So We were watching the Green Lantern First Flight movie last week, and um, we were going. I was going through Blackest Night number one, and she was asking me about the emotional spectrum and stuff. So if I played this right, I could probably have her reading Green Lantern Rebirth by the end of the week, so fingers crossed. Oof, world's colliding. She's looking, at me, she's looking at me right now and shaking her head no. So. 
All right. Did you like the CGI Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the TMNT, that came out a few years ago? Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought it was. Uh, uh, I, th- I thought they did a pretty good job on it. I, I didn't watch any Ninja Turtle stuff. Hold on one uh, second, guys. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't uh, okay. We got it. We got a call, guys. I'm sorry. Right. What's up, man? What's up, losers? Uh, <laughs> Who's this, Mr. Bradley Milo? <laughs> Only my mother and my girlfriend can call me Bradley. I'm sure we can think of a couple other names for you. (laughs) Hey, this is a family podcast. Come on now. So what's up, man? You know, just watching the chat going on and uh, listening to you guys. And uh, I'm impressed with all these uh, prizes you have to give away. I don't know. We have scrounge for our prizes, and you got people throwing stuff at you to give away. Well, I can spell correctly in my emails, so people tend to respond, you know, more. <laughs> yeah, and for well, me, from I York, should... like I said, for B from New York, he was relatively polite, so uh, that kind of helped, too. Right. I only threatened <laughs> him once. Maybe I should start topping my em- our emails instead of Frank, because that dude can't spell worth crap. <laughs> F7. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank Sean uh, Pryor, PKD Media, for what he's doing. Um, I was speechless when I, he sent us an email, a uh, voicemail and, and, uh, when I heard that, I was like, I just don't believe it. And, uh, by the way, I, I haven't told my daughter about any of this. Um, my intent is to, and I can talk about it here because she doesn't listen to you guys. Nice. Uh, my intent is to have her on my show and, and surprise her with the generosity of the listeners and, and that kind of thing. But, um, uh, I, I appreciate, uh, what Sean's doing, and I appreciate, you know, uh, what anybody who has participated in my sale, I, I appreciate it very much. I, that's enough about that. Well, well, Brad, if I guys. if I can well, jump no, in, not. if I can jump in, Brad, what was it like yeah. two weeks ago? You uh, aired that episode where you first uh, brought it up and started the sale and all that. Yeah. Um, that day, um, it didn't take very long for us to start lighting up the email among the dudes. So we kind of put our heads together and we came up with a um, a small donation to put towards uh, your fund, towards your efforts, so we can get offline and talk about the details of getting it to you in a couple of weeks. But uh, we've raised um, $175, $175 to uh, give to Ashley so to make sure she gets to New York. Are you guys kidding me? No, absolutely not. Yes. Oh. Absolutely not, Brad. We're not. This uh, didn't take very long oh. at all for us to decide to uh, do this uh, Every time Ashley's been on the show, we were all impressed. She's, she's got her head together. You're doing a great job raising her. And uh, what are friends for but to help another friend uh, do something for his girl? That's awesome. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are too much. Um, that's awesome. Well, it, might be actually, it might be actually uh, a little bit more than that because uh, what I'm going to do is for Geek Brunch next week, uh, every entree that I sell, I will kick a dollar toward Ashley's uh, fund. Oh, so. man. You guys are awesome. You guys are my favorite podcast ever. You now, guys see, are better than my show. But listen now, you have to go to the message board and you have to take back everything you said about me. <laughs> I will. I will. I will start a new thread. It says, uh, you know, something along the lines of Johnny M is the greatest human being ever to walk the face of the earth since Jesus Christ himself. <laughs> How's that? Or he am not stupid. Yeah, Johnny M, he am not stupid. <laughs> you, have to, you have to write a 1,000 word essay on why you like Dan Didia okay maybe not alright fine yeah that would be that would take 
You know, I have I have better things to say about Dan DiDio than I do Joe Casada. <laughs> anyway, that's a oh, that's true. That's that's neither here nor there. Um, that's very gosh. I I don't know what else to say. I sure I sound like a blabbering idiot, yeah. but um, shocker. My daughter, my daughter. <laughs> there's a singer. My daughter is going to be uh, is going to be thrilled, and um, I, I I can tell you right now when she learns all this. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, we're going to have her on the show and, and I'm going to surprise her with it all, but um, I, I'm sure she'll start crying uh, when she when she knows when she learns about all this. Well, she'll start crying when she when she finds out she has to wear a Legion of Dudes logo on her uniform. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and you, when you chaperone, she'll probably break down. <laughs> in in yeah, all I'm seriousness, sure. it's our pleasure. Well, it's very very, very generous, and um, I have another. Um, I'm going to have another fundraiser. Uh, uh, Brad needs a new truck. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm totally kidding. But um, again, you guys, you guys are awesome, and um, I'm I'm proud to be associated with you guys. And uh, um, I don't, you know, I don't know what else to say, so I'll just stop there. I, thanks, guys. I love all you guys. No problem, man. man. It's our pleasure, and thanks for you know getting us started, and you're the best. So, oh, what a feeling! Well, We're dancing on the ceiling, Brad. <laughs> hey. Oh, by the way, the best Michael Jackson song ever is uh, Billie Jean. And um, there's one that he did with his sister, uh, Janet, called Scream. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one at all, but you should you should uh, YouTube search that uh, video for Scream. It's pretty awesome. It's all black and white. Janet's looking pretty good in that video. Holy moly. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a nice video. It's a nice video. Um, <laughs> it's just a cool video, too. Anyway, guys. Uh, congrats on your 50 and uh, I look forward to um, seeing you guys again coming up hopefully I'll see a lot of you guys in March at the CGS Super Show well, I'll see you in two weeks yeah, yeah I'll, Russell you don't count though <laughs> yeah, no. no I'm kidding I said, Russell's, I, Russell's, Russell's actually going to stay at the uh, the Hotel Milo when he comes up to, uh, to yeah. off. but um, Johnny are you going to make it up to the Super Show negative but thanks for thinking of me uh, you suck. Okay, guys. All love right. you. Talk to you later. Thanks, Brad. Bye, man. Bye. Bye. Nice. We like. Uh, I'm taking a call right now. Hello. Who's on the line? Uh, hey. Is this uh, Legion of Dudes? It sure is. Awesome. Um, Who might this I be? Just had... Oh, this is uh, Dave Graft. Sorry, I got my speaker on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I think it was a few weeks ago, or it may have been just last week, I was listening to a podcast. It was either Legion of Dudes or um, Half Hour Wasted, and you guys were talking about um, G.L. Blackest Night and what's going to happen with the White Lantern. Okay. Um, there were, like, a bunch of questions as to, like, combining the colors or, like, how becoming the White Lantern, uh, and that uh, different lanterns have experienced, like, different color rings or whatever. But um, I'm just curious to know what you guys think of um, the possibility that the Spectre is the Avatar of the White Lanterns, because it's the only one that Hal's experienced that none of the other Lanterns have. Huh. I defer to Green Lantern dudes. <laughs> no, that's an interesting idea. Um, I, we haven't seen anything of him since Rebirth, so I don't know if they'd bring him back like that, if Jeff would do that, but uh, I'm not sure. I did have another idea, though, on that end. Um, if someone's read the early issues of uh, Legion of Three Worlds more recently, 
when Sodom Yat, who is in that book, um, did his oath, it seemed to be not exactly the Green Lantern oath, but maybe an amalgamation of the different oaths. I started wondering, maybe did uh, is, is Sodom Yat going to be uh, the key to all this? Hey, Dave, if we want to check out um, your Blackest Night, you're doing a blog, right? Yeah, I'm going to be setting that up, and I'm actually going to be um, supplying some of my own artwork uh, of that. I actually, um, on my Facebook, I, uh, I did a commission of Captain Planet under the idea that you can make any character, however silly, and if you really make them angry and you really give them that fury, that godlikeness, you look at Jim Lee Superman or even Ed Ben as Superman, you start becoming distracted from um, this idea uh, that they're prancing around in like uh, red man panties over their blue tights or whatever, and you really start focusing more on what they do, that, you know, it's the kind of, it's not who they are underneath, but it's what they do that defines them. I can totally agree with that. I mean, if you look at what Alan Moore did with Miracle Man, I mean, Miracle Man was basically a you know, Captain Marvel ripoff until Alan Moore got to it. I mean, if you have the right artist and the right writer, you can take any, you know, the most ludicrous of, of properties and make a good story out of it. Dave, if we want to check out the Blackest Night blog, where do we go? Or are you still setting that up? I'm still setting it up. I'm trying to write up all the stuff first so that I can put the stuff up. Can we put a link to that on, on our website when you have it up and going? Oh, um, most certainly. And okay. you could totally um, give feedback for that. Very cool. So, um, we, so we'll, we will be on the lookout for a Blackest Night blog from Dave Kraft. And um, for you guys that uh, aren't in the know, Dave and I are – how would you characterize this, Dave? We are currently and possibly negotiating. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Um, Sorry, just, I'm, I'm horrible at these phone conversations. I'm just nervous. But, yeah, we're in talks about um, the graphic – the original graphic novel that you uh, wrote and um, looking forward to working with you on that. But I just want to ask you guys, um, are you based in Nassau County? I am based in Nassau County. And uh, I, set up, well, I set up the well, Skype phone number, so that's why it's a 516. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. You're actually my hometown boy. I'm from Great Neck. Oh, nice. All right. So um, be on the hookup for the blog. Awesome. Well, we will definitely hook that up, Dave. So I think we've got another call on the line here. So we're going to go ahead and maybe do a couple more questions and then hit the other phone call. Um, Russ, can you get some questions for us? I'm ready. <clears throat> thanks, uh, thanks, Dave. Thanks for calling. Thanks for the, the, the great uh, comments and got us, definitely got us thinking. All right. Um, next set of questions, we'll, we'll go through these kind of lightning round style. There, there are three questions from Mr. Joe Jan, Soda himself. Um, so I'll just throw them out there real quick and I'll, I'll answer them. Favorite Green Lantern, favorite Flash, and what superpower would we like to have? So favorite Green Lantern is going to be Hal for me, Wally for the Flash, and if I had to pick one power, it would be Flight, just because it's cool. Um, all-time Geo, it's got to be Hal. You know what's up with that. And it's all about the constructs. How about Flash, Adam? Uh, Flash, uh, I'd probably have to say Wally at this point. I'm still getting to know Barry. Jimbo? Uh, favorite Green Lantern, John Stewart. Favorite Flash, Wally West. Superpower would have to be either uh, invisibility or teleportation. Ken? Going with Hal Jordan. Flash is tough because I haven't read a lot of Flash. I mean, I actually was uh, re- was just starting to kind of get into uh, Fast Man Alive with Bart as Flash. He was just starting to get his legs when they you know killed him. You know, I guess I'm going to go with Barry only because I only know him the most from like you know Super Friends and that. But I, I haven't read enough to say definitely him. Uh, superpower has got to be 
It's got to be telekinesis, but only if I could have some kind of sensation. Like if I pick up a cup with my hand, I can feel it. I want to be able to like, you know, pick up the cup with my telekinesis and be able to feel it. So that way, you know, I could, you know, be at a con and be able to, you know, pick things up or grab things and be able to get that sensation that I'm doing it myself. What if you have to clean out a little Like cosplay girls? I didn't say that. (laughs) I'm definitely a Wally guy uh, for Flash. Green Lantern, it's it's probably Hal. I don't really know anything besides Hal, but I really like Kilowog's design. I like the way he looks. I like the character as well. So either Kilowog or Hal. Um, the power, I'm going with time travel for obvious reasons. <laughs> you don't step on any butterflies. <laughs> exactly. I just want to go back in time and bet on Super Bowls. <laughs> I want to go back in time and meet Linda Carter around 1977. There you go. You want to know the funniest thing, just to digress a little bit? For a couple of years in the high school that I was teaching at, the uh, assistant principal's name was Linda Carter. Nice. And I just couldn't uh, – I always smiled when I, when I saw her. She would say, oh, you're, you're always in such a good mood. Yeah, well, you're not thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> awesome. Next question. Can you remember the point where you went from casually buying comics to seriously collecting? For me, it was right about the time of the death of Superman. That's the, the hype of that is what got me back into the shop. The shop I went into was offering pretty steep discounts if you signed up for a certain number of books. Um, I was looking to kind of get back into X-Men and start filling in my holes again. So I just kind of went all in, you know, back around, you know, 90, 92, 93. Uh, you, Mac, I think, stepped out for a minute. So we'll go to Jim. I uh, I, re- I don't really remember. I came back to comics in 91 or so, about uh, the time of the Batman animated series. And that's when I seriously started, like, you know, holding on and collecting the things, I guess. Is that the right answer? That's perfect. Ken? Um, I don't know. I-, I can't really say that I'm a serious collector. Y- yeah, I buy a lot more because I want to read stuff. And, yes, I keep them. They're bagged. They're bored. They're saved because I, I want to keep them in good shape, not because I want to invest them or or, or – or- or sell them, whatever. It's um, I I just I just like reading stuff. So I mean, it's got to be about five years ago that I really you know ratcheted up my buying just because there's so much more I wanted to I wanted to read. So if I had to put time on it. It was you know 2005. You know, Green Lantern Rebirth number one, right? Or even uh, Identity Crisis number one, 2004. Yeah, I think I'm right around the same time as Ken. We'd spoken about this before, and of course I was on the Marvel side of it. So it was right around when this new Captain America relaunched and when Iron Man um, Extremists under Warren Ellis got started again, and same type of thing. I'm, I'm not really. I became a serious reader this time around, just because I was an adult now with like a regular job and stuff, so I could buy a lot more. But I'm still not a serious collector. You know, I get ten, fifteen issues in, and I'll sell the whole bunch to fund new buying and and things like that. I'm not really into hanging on as much. Adam, you want to jump in on this one since you're back? Yeah. What's the question? Uh, when did you become a serious comic collector? Ooh, once I started listening to the guys at Comic Geek Speak, probably. I mean, that was, like, as far as collector goes, I mean, I don't collect floppies. I just collect, um, you know, I got my bookshelf, well, shelves at this point. But it's all about the hardcovers for um, continuity comics. And then I'll get trades for stuff like box office poison, blankets. But, you know, the continuity books I read are far and few in between, those. So, you know, of course, you got, like, the Green Lantern stuff. You've got the Jack Kirby omnibuses and stuff like that on, on the shelf, but... I don't. I don't think I'm a collector. I just. I just think I'm a reader more than anything. Cool. Yeah, I have to, to amend my answer too because I really. I don't bag or board anything, and I buy almost all trades. So I'm more of a reader than a collector now too. 
next question from Mr. Jimbob Kim is, if, if we're each given a chance to assemble a dream team of comical projects, who would you assemble to work on more projects? You can be as specific as you'd like on the art team. Um, <clears throat> mine is going to be not much of a stretch, but to me, Claremont, Byrne, Austin on, on, on Uncanny X-Men is, is it. I mean, to be no able to put those... There. Yeah, no, no surprise. I mean, I hate to go with the, with the obvious, but, you know, just those, those guys have magic and, you know, the, what they, what they're able to do. I, I wish that egos would have stayed in check and they would have you know, been able to stay on that book for a lot longer or come back to it, you know, and have a vision for it. But that, to me, that's, that's the epitome of good stuff. Or, you know, Claremont and Romita Jr. I, I, I think, you know, next to, Next to uh, Burn, Ramita Jr.'s run on, on Uncanny was, was it for me. I really like what Paul Pope's doing with Wednesday Comics and Strange Adventures, but if I had to come up with, I guess, like a dream team for um, comics, I would probably pick um, Darwin Cook and J-Bone to do Adam Strange slash Strange Adventures. I think that would be a pretty good teaming. I, I liked all the, um, you know, like the, the space scenes that they had in New Frontier with Dr. Fate, the Spectre, and Phantom Stranger, but... I'd, I'd really like to see Darwin Cook go all out with um, a Silver Age-style uh, space story. Hey, guys, I got a phone call just to jump in. Who do we have on the line? Hey, guys, it's Brad from Comic Tube again. Hey, what's um, up, Brad? I, hey, <laughs> I, had, I, I came up with a question. Um, what are some of you guys' favorite comics from the, uh, I guess you'd say the non-popular companies like uh, Vertigo, Image, those types? So anything besides DC and Marvel? Yeah, anything besides the mainstream, basically. How long you got? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and why, and why? I'm going to go with Northlanders right now. And the why is because it's Thor without the magic and the supernatural. It's, a, it's, a, it's crime drama in Viking land. Deadwood. Right. Is it modern age or, or Norse age? It's Norse Age, but the, the dialogue is Modern Age, which takes a little getting used to, but uh, it's better than the, thou, thy, and though every <laughs> sentence. So that's my answer. For me, uh, Walking Dead, for Image, I, I, I read that in trades. Um, I'm also, it's kind of still Marvel, but a little uh, not so much mainstream. Uh, the Dark Tower stuff, the Stephen King stuff has been really good to stand. Of course, from, from uh, I've, I've been reading some stuff from Dynamite, too, the Buck Rogers Stuff is off to a really good start. I read some of the, the Project Superpowers. Uh, the Star Wars stuff, of course, is all is all good. Conan, yeah, some the, right? Some of the other, yeah, Conan, um, the, the Dark Horse uh, Conan. So some of the old, some of the non uh, mainstream stuff. Some of the Vertigo stuff. I'm starting to get back into in in trade with uh, Preacher in the hardcovers. Why the Last Man is good. So you know stuff like that. Um, I'm really into the original graphic novel stuff at this point. Uh, my, probably one of my favorites at this point is Alex Robinson. And, you know, get, getting to talk to him on Facebook and stuff every couple of days is pretty cool, too. Um, so Alex did Box Office Poison, Tricked, Too Cool to Be Forgotten was uh, his latest one. And I'm a really big fan of, of his just art style um, and his writing style. But I'd have to also say Jeff Lemire's Essex County Trilogy and uh, the new um, Vertigo novel that he did, The Nobody, which just came out a couple weeks ago, which um, is pretty phenomenal, was pretty good. What else is I'm looking at myself. Blankets, of course, is, is, an, is a, a good favorite of mine. Uh, Ghost World, 
And as far as the Vertigo, I pretty much read the entire Vertigo line with the exception of Constantine. I just that just seems like there's too much to start now <laughs> to get to get into it. But um, the only thing I've read from Vertigo that I didn't really care for is um, I ordered the first two reprints of Transmetropolitan, and I just I just can't get into it for some reason. And I know I'm supposed to because it's a good book, but maybe it's just time and place that the stars aren't aligned up. But I haven't been able to get into Transmet. So listen, guys, we're gonna cut this a uh, little. Oh, go ahead, Jim. Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, Powers, Planetary. Sandman, uh, Atomic Robo, uh, Dynamo Five, Invincible. I love Invincible, uh, and about and I have to second Alex Robinson too. He's awesome. Uh, Chris Ware's Novelty Library, Love and Rockets, uh, Nexus, Badger. I, I could sit here all night. All right, you know what, guys? We're gonna um, we're gonna jump to some voicemails that we have for some people that couldn't be here tonight that wanted to leave us a message. Um, and that'll probably get us close to wrapping it up and, and give away our big prize for uh, the people that called in. So, Ken, do you have those voicemails ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Big Jim calling from Canada. Uh, normally, I'd be calling from my home in Vancouver, but uh, this weekend I'm up at a family get-together way up north in a city called Prince George. Uh, there's a good chance I could be one of the furthest north uh, of your listeners at this point. I would have loved to call in live, but unfortunately, I'll be out at this family get-together. But I just wanted to call in and congratulate you on 50 episodes. I've been listening since episode one. You guys have been doing a great job. Keep up the good work, and hopefully I'll get to see you all again at Super Show and meet all of those, all of you who I have yet to meet on the dudes, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Have a great episode. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot, Big Jim. Yeah, there is a guy with 10,000 projects going on at once. Of course, you know, Jim uh, may even be voicing uh, a cartoon character down the line, and he's got um, a new strip with um, Zach Cruzy called Mystery Solved coming out soon, and probably tens of other things that we haven't even heard about yet. But uh, thanks a lot, Jim, for that phone call, and let us know what you got, and we'll support you any way we can. Here's another one. I think there's a question in this one for us as well. Hey guys, happy 50th episode. Uh, I might be on the road, or I might not be, and this is Clark Boy, and uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for such you know, needed podcasts and stuff that needs to be on the uh, interweb, and uh, love the site, love Half Hour Wasted, uh, they're the catalyst that brought me to you guys. Um, great, great episodes on Watchmen, and uh, hope to get many more. Uh, I do have a question, but uh, I also want to just thank everybody for taking their time out to do that, uh, do the show. Uh, I feel like I'm right there with you guys. And uh, my question is, uh, what is your most prized, like, object in your house? You can be anything, really. Um, and uh just want to thank you guys. Also, um, my, my uh, friend from Iraq, he, uh, he's got a whole DVD set. I sent him out all your episodes. And uh, he's loving them. So you got your USA support soldiers, and they're loving you guys from over there. And happy, you know, happy 50th episode, and many more. Uh, love to hear some uh, Halloween stuff for Walking Dead, maybe. Again, uh, guys, have a good one. Bye. Oh, forgot this. <laughs> it's awesome. He calls from the calls from the road and blew his uh, his his truck horn. 
Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Clerk Boy. Appreciate that. Yeah, Russ, that's your most prized possession. Probably those 20,000 long boxes you've got. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say when you narrow it down to one thing. It, it, for me, you know, if you're talking about value and, and size, I mean, yeah, I've got, you know, a, a big portion of pack issues, but if you kind of narrow it down, it's it's close for me between, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before, a few years back for Father's Day, my wife and the kids got me a uh, the Lego uh, Rebel Block Cade Runner, the Tan T4. Um, nice. Like a, you know, 1,500-piece Lego um, set that was that was awesome. Probably close second to that is my growing uh, Star Wars Muddy Mug collection. I think I'm up to like forty something right now. So. <laughs> I'm one of his pushers. <laughs> Do you have? Yeah, you have, yeah. Thanks, thanks to John for being my dealer. Russ, um, have you ever opened any of those yet? I, I, you talked me off the ledge, dude. I opened them all, unboxed <laughs> them, and put them up the shelf. So you can have more on the shelf now. There's, <laughs> there's more room without the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Let me think. Let me think. All right, most prized gig possession. I would say first it's appearance. Got to be your uh, your sketchbook, right? Well, I would have to say hmm, probably the first appearance of Brainiac by Gary Frank, and likewise the first, book or the art, the art, the art. First appearance of Brainiac by Gary nice. Frank, and first appearance of the Sinestro redesign by Ethan would be that would be it, man. That's it. I don't have I don't have many books to speak of, so. <laughs> We'll go with that. I'd like to mention two things. I mentioned one on the Captain America show. The um, I have an original uh, Jack Kirby page that was given to me as a wedding gift. But uh, another thing that's very prized to me, and it would never have happened without Legion of Dudes, is uh, I got my copy of Watching the Watchmen personally signed to me from uh, Dave Gibbons. And I would never have been there or never gotten a chance to meet him or anything like that without LOD. So uh, it's pretty special. I uh, I don't have anything really in the house. I guess in the uh, safe deposit box is my Infinity Gauntlet, but other than that, I really don't have my. No, I don't have really anything. Um, I think the only thing I have that I would consider irreplaceable is uh, my my bound. Uh, I have a lot of bound books, but in particular is my Sinestro Core War volume. Uh, only and, and only that because it's signed by uh, by both Jeff Johns and Ethan Van Skyver. So that's that's probably the only thing I could consider, uh, you know, prized or irreplaceable. Right, but can you got the you got the Star Wars encyclopedias? You got that Luke Skywalker compendium? Oh yeah, that's a lot of good, oh, a lot of good stuff. oh, I got some good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I, I when I, when I think about my most prized possession, it's it's the thing that I run back into the building for after my kids are safe, and and I don't have anything that meets that bill right now. <laughs> you know, what about the missus? <laughs> well, she can take care of herself. She can get out on her own. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh... Um, in the world of geekness, yes, I know it's a shock. It is the ever-growing Blu-ray collection. Um, What's the total? What's the total? Because when we, I think uh, I last asked you this in the last Watchmen episode. Meet the, meet the dudes. I think it was like one thirty-five. I think oh, it's, no. it's around one sixty-ish. Well, that's and pretty good for half a year. I've um, yeah, bad. I I do some cutting back and no not cutting back i do some uh i trim the fat every once in a while i I take a step back and look at it and say am i really gonna watch that again you know and i'll recycle and throw them on ebay and buy some new ones or or whatever and i don't really like i said i'm not really gift them as prizes on a call-in show yeah no those were actually uh from magnolia films i didn't buy them i know but um he he flipped 
he flips Deadpool books on eBay for like mega bucks, and you know I get totally <laughs> lucky on eBay. I find like the guy looking for a Deadpool comic that's worth nothing, and he bids like another guy that's looking for Deadpool up on it on my auctions. It's great, but anyway, like I said, I don't really collect that stuff that much. I don't keep it around like floppies and things like that. I have like a bunch of sports things, but I'm not going to get into that. That's a whole other geek area, but. Yeah, the Blu-ray collection. That's what I'm going back for, and it's going to take like a shopping cart in the fire. But I'll get them out. All right, guys. I think we're reaching that two-hour mark, so I think it's time to do our drawing. Ken, do you want to give the specifics? And well, let's do a couple drawings. Let's have, we had a lot of people who sent us uh, voicemails and sent us uh, forum questions on that. So uh, we still have some prize left over there. We can pull a couple of those names just to make sure those folks get some uh, get some yep. a chance at something, right? Absolutely. All right. So, uh, so Russ, why don't we do it this way? Since you're drawing names out, I'm going to say the prize first. So there's no no sketchiness uh, involved. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The next prize is a large hardcover book by DK Books. Anybody that knows DK Books knows how they kind of uh, they they make these manuals on different topics. You know, where you get a lot of art and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Schematics and cool things like that. So this is Wolverine inside the world of the Living Weapon. It's a nice big hardcover book with a whole history of Wolverine dating back from his first appearance all the way through like the movie and stuff. So it's really nice. There's a lot of great art in it, a lot of information from DK Books. All righty, I have the Magic Chicago Cubs hat right here with everybody's name in it that sent us a question. Um, oh, no one's a winner. Yeah, you, you only uh, have to wait a hundred years to get your prize from the Chicago Cubs hat. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, hundred and one, get it right. Um, <laughs> looking like a hundred and two. Um, all right, so what do we got here? We have, and I always, I always mispronounce this, so he's gonna, he's gonna shoot me for this it's one. But I pronounce it. No, I pronounce it as Kilgore, Mister Kilgore from the forums. Oh, uh, nice. He will be getting the Wolverine DK book. Yep, so when he listens to this show, if he's not in the chat room right now, just uh, send that email to comments at legionofdudes.com. Put Wolverine DK book in the uh, subject, maybe. Send me your mailing address, and we'll get it out. Okay, so next we're going to do another Xenoscope prize pack with the three trade paperbacks from Xenoscope. Return to Wonderland, The Piper, and a Final Destination book. All right, now we'll again draw into the magic hat. And this will be Brad from Comic Tube. Oh, the big winner tonight, Brad from Comic Tube. Oh, his, wow. Uh, he's getting a bunch of DVDs and three trade paperbacks. Sweet. Jeez. Yeah, he is uh, now disqualified. Can I call in? Prizes. <laughs> Can I call in with something now? Yeah. Uh, let's do our last Xenoscope package. Same three books for the next winner. This Return to Wonderland looks crazy, by the way. Have you read it yet? Nope. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I've read it in the store uh, uh, last week. It's pretty bonkers. And our our next winner is Mr. Dan from San Antonio himself. Yeah, he'll, be getting, he'll be getting Xenoscope and Top, top Cow. Jeez, oh, please. sweet. He won the first Top Cow, right? Yeah. Nice. Less mailing for Johnny M. Yeah, and to be clear, That's a lot right. of these folks uh, who called in also left some questions on the forums. You know, weren't sure if, if they were in, but hey, you know what? You enter twice, you could get a shot twice, so why not? That's right. Um. Okay, let's do 
our Terminator Salvation package. We get the Timothy Zahn official movie prequel novel. You get a prequel trade paperback from IDW of Terminator Salvation. And you get the movie companion, a uh, very nice book from Titan Books by Tara Bennett that we uh, interviewed on our Terminator show. All right. And our next winner is... Tara Patrick. Who is that? Is Mr. June Bob Kim. Nice. Nice, June Bob. Okay, so that's it. We are up to the big one. Which I am holding right here. All nice and fancy and shrink-wrapped and still ready to go. And I have resisted, resisted temptation to open it and read it myself. So this is an unmolested copy of Marvel's 10th Anniversary Edition hardbound, hardback copy by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. This, anyone who called in and got through, whether you uh, asked a question, whether you won anything or not, um, name went into a separate drawing. And you lucky callers are have a second shot at, at getting this now. So... Russell, if you will, of the names of our callers, who who will win this? I will draw, and the winner is coming, coming, coming. Is Daryl? All right, nice. Daryl won. Nice, good for him. So Daryl, he's Darryl got uh, he got the seven seven book, didn't he? He got seven and a Top Cow book and a PKD book. And now uh, yep. Marvel's tenth anniversary. Awesome. Sweet. Good for Daryl. Guess I know who's winning best in podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations to all of our winners, and thank you for uh, participating in this. We weren't sure if anybody was going to call in anyway. Heck, nobody even listens to the show, so. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And I think we're, uh, I think we've still got some stuff left in the closet, so I think, uh, I think when we, when we get around to our next celebratory, uh, episode we'll have some more good stuff to give away and hopefully between now and then we'll we'll get some folks to to get us some more stuff so we'll we'll try and make these fun every time every time we do a some sort of anniversary episode or self-indulgent type of episode i guess you you call it and we'll we'll see what else we can get the folks so just uh yes absolutely and just a little business um again we just want to thank top cow xenoscope uh dk books pkd media magnolia films uh Everybody that along the way that has um, you know played along with us and, and humored us and, and answered back my obsessive emails and um, just a quick little cry for help. We threw up a donate button on the website. Uh, if anybody could send a couple of bucks, we're not making any money off this whole thing. Just to get us going for the next year, I got a hell of a lot of mailing to do for these prizes we just gave away. <laughs> So <laughs> if any if anybody has a few extra bucks laying around uh, and you enjoy the show, click the donate button, send us a few ducats just to keep us rolling for another year and, and get the hosting up and uh, so we can keep this going. That would be Johnny, fantastic. Johnny needs new Blu-rays, so help him out, please. Yeah, I just gave <laughs> one away. What am I, crazy? <laughs> By the way, real quick, Sean Pryor, my favorite, uh, my favorite um, uh, martial arts movie, Seven Deadly Venoms. And uh, Fallout 3 or, or Bioshock, have to go with Fallout 3. I got to just step in and say enter the, enter the Dragon is the beginning and the end of martial arts movies. But we can have maybe an episode on that audio blog and fight about it or something. We have to do a Fallout episode because you know what's coming out tomorrow, Mothership Zeta. Look out. I'll, uh, we'll keep these questions, too. Um, we, we still got quite a few questions. Of, you know, apologize we couldn't get to everything, but I think we'd be turning this into a three-hour episode, a four-hour episode. 
that we got through all the questions, but everybody's name did go into the hat. So we'll we'll keep doing these. Maybe we'll do every few shows. We'll we'll drag out four or five you know questions and kind of go around the room. You know, maybe if there's something pertinent to what we'll talk we're talking about, I'll I'll dig through the question archive and throw them out there. But uh, we'll get through them eventually. Very good. So uh, what do we got coming up on the horizon here, John and Russ and everybody? For the next couple episodes, we have Captain America Part Two. We're going to get to the rest of that omnibus. Yay! Uh, yes, the one shot following that is All Star Superman Volume Two. I'm thinking. Oh, that's mine. Yay! Gotta, you better get to read. Yeah. yeah, and then after we finish up Captain America, we're going to the Immortal Iron Fist. I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, that's be good. And then what do we got? I don't know. I think we're doing a villains thing for a BS show. We're going to, for a little wild card episode, we're going to talk about our favorite villains and arcs and stories, and the bad guys are going to win for a night. We also have uh, a goon, the goon one-shot episode coming up with our uh, exclusive interview with Eric Powell. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're also going to be doing uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen down the road. Yep. Yep. uh, And hopefully, hopefully Preacher, too. At some point, Ken and I are going to get to finish off our um, something that we've been big fans of for a while is our second half of Vector. Yep, um, I was going to say we're going to do that. The, yeah, the better the better of the two halves, in my opinion. So yeah. we'll get to talk about some, some Star Wars goodness. The other the other thing, Star Wars wise, is uh, we did an audio blog on issue one of in Star Wars Invasion. I think issue two might be this coming week, or might be out as this airs, or you know, since it's live. Uh, so we yeah. might return to that. I don't know if we're going to be planned on doing that as audio blogs. Or just wait till it wraps up at issue five. But we, we may do something like that. Excellent. More rat ghouls. Yes. <laughs> no rat ghouls in this one, though. Yuzhan oh, Vong. Okay. Yuzhan Vong yeah. in, uh, in Invasion. All the Vong. That's pretty good. I read um, Vector Prime, so hopefully you can jump on that. Hopefully yeah, there'll think, be more of that sweet we, uh, Doug Wheatley art, too, man. I think Johnny M and I have committed to uh, maybe every every section or segment to do a um, little audio blogging on Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. We've both been getting it. And it's been pretty good so far. So twenty four yeah. issues. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. why we decided we were going to audio blog every issue, and then we realized what we were getting ourselves into. So it looks like they're doing a hardcover for every four issues. So maybe we'll stop every at those four? points. And are they dense? Yeah, they're they're pretty large issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, the so issues themselves are square bound, even. So what is that, math teacher? Uh, six issues, six hardcovers. Good right. God. Yeah, so we're going to maybe break at those hardcover points and do a little audio blog. So basically, just keep an eye on the site, everyone. We're we're trying to throw up as much as we can, and uh, you know, keep it keep it current, and, and try to you know try to get the new books in our audio blogs and events that are happening as they're happening. So just keep an eye on the site. Awesome. Well, it looks like we're wrapping things up. Correct. Yep, I'm done. Uh, very cool. So we're going to say thanks uh, one more time to the podcasts that have helped us out. Down the road, of course, Half Hour Wasted with Brad, Bill, and Frank every Sunday on this very feed you're listening to. We want to thank um, Sean and Jim at Raging Bullets. Um, right now, those guys are uh, doing uh, the long Halloween from DC. If you are a DC fan, check out that podcast. They're also covering Blackest Night and Final Crisis Aftermath, which was a really, really good episode. Um, check out Umar and Daryl and everybody else uh, at the Fixers Hideout. You can uh, check those guys out, but they talk about just about every book uh, under the planet. So check out Umar and everybody um, over at the Fixers. And gentlemen, happy anniversary. <laughs> Likewise. I want to raise. Yeah. I'll double what we'll you're doing right pay. now. <laughs> yeah, we'll double your pay. 
Have a good night, everyone. I'm still waiting for my interns. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Don't forget, send your comments and comments at legionofdeuce.com uh, for this show or any of our shows that can come up uh, at any time. Peace. They told him, don't you ever come around here. Don't want to see your face. You better disappear. The fire's in their eyes and their words are really clear. So beat it. Just beat it.